0: welcome everyone to the archetypal tarot podcast i am your host Cindera and i have the great pleasure to have back on the show Teresa reed who has written a book in this past year called twist your fate manifest success with astrology and tarot and i first of all welcome
1: thank you so much for having me again Cindera. it's such a joy to reconnect
0: excellent and i just want to say how much i love this book and it for me it just encompasses everything you would need to know starting out. And even as someone who's been down the tarot road or the astrology road, that there's fresh and new insights uh, for these folks as well. Uh, So a chance to talk about what's at the heart of this book and what inspired it and, you know, really what readers can gain from having this book in their tarot collection. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming back. So I thought it would be really fun to start with a story. I'm a, I'm a big lover of stories and a storyteller myself. And one of the things I love about your books is that you bring your own personal stories into this book. And, you know, what, I got to say, when I read this, I feel like I'm... I hear your voice in my head and I feel like the wise older sister I always wanted is speaking to me. I just feel so taken care of and like you're holding me by the hand. And so I thought, okay, why not go to this beginning part, the introduction, you tell a story. And you really set us up for what's, what's going to happen when we twist our own fate. So if, if you could just, read from this introduction your story i think it would be a great place to start
1: okay i totally love this idea and um you know i i'm a storyteller i love sharing stories because i think also helps people to learn and connect better and always my goal with these books that i write is to help people kind of like you said the older sister um, know that they can grasp this information you just need somebody on the inside to like get you in the door so with that note here's the introduction Many years ago, I found myself on a beach in the Florida Keys. I can't swim, and the sun is not my friend, so this was certainly not my idea of a good time. In fact, I was miserable. It wasn't just the heat. My life had hit a brick wall after a series of stupid decisions, and I wasn't sure what my next move would be. I was rudderless. As I lay on a blanket contemplating my sad state of affairs, a hippie plopped down on the blanket next to me and said he wanted to read my palm. Suspicious of his motives, hippy-doos always seemed to have other agendas with me, I carefully jutted out my hand while keeping a lit cigarette burning in the other just in case I had to make a fast move. He studied the lines and said a few things about being sensitive and other stuff I no longer remember. The only thing that stuck out, he told me I would be in business for myself and that I would be successful. And I scoffed at this idea of business, what would I do? I couldn't imagine running anything, especially since the only thing I seemed to be good at was running away from my problems. Plus, the odds were stacked against me. I grew up poor, didn't have a college degree, zero money in the bank. Truth, I didn't even have an account and no one to bail me out. Business success seemed like something for lucky folks or rich guys a la Gordon Gecko. Certainly not for some free-spirited ragamuffin like me. Fast forward a few years later and I'm a full-time self-employed tarot reader. I've had a business for 30 years as of this writing. And now I'm the author of many books, the hippie was right. Was it luck, talent, hard work? I would say a little bit from all three. Turns out, I've also got some damn good business instincts. Who'd have thought that, except that hippie. But there was another secret to my success. I stopped being a flake, got serious about something I loved, and started making better decisions. The latter got accelerated when I began using the same tools for myself that I used for my clients, tarot and astrology. I will also say this I wasn't an overnight sensation it took time like I said I had a lot of strikes against me there was one more I didn't list and that was my messy astrology chart I've got the kind of natal chart that elicits gas for many astrologers there are so many quote-unquote bad aspects it's a wonder I've been able to achieve anything I've had plenty of predictions that seem to point to a frustrating future and for a time that was true But one thing I've learned through the years is how to work with the gifts and challenges in my natal chart. I've also found ways to manage the transits of the stars and skies to move with the energy rather than against the flow. I've tossed tarot cards when I needed guidance, and I've strengthened my intuition through trial and error. Looking back on my life, I can say one thing for sure. If If you've been dealt a difficult set of cards or not so great astrological blueprint like mine, it doesn't mean you're stuck with it you can take your control you can take control and find your way too. in this book i share the astrology and tarot techniques i have used myself and my clients for many years you'll learn how to find potential paths best suited for your cosmic makeup and how to groove with the current movement of the cosmos i'm also revealing career and entrepreneur centered tarot interpretations for better business decision making lastly i've got a few techniques to help you develop your own instincts yes you have them too we all have intuition My goal is to give you the tools to navigate the hard stuff and carve out a destiny you love, or at the very least, know how to manage the challenging aspects. There is no such thing as a bad astrology chart, nor is your fate sealed in hardened wax. You have options, and you get to choose how you show up. As I always say, the cards tell a story, but you write the ending. Let's find your happy or happier ending.
0: Oh, and the cards that tell a story, but you write the ending. And so it just feels like a welcoming place for anyone who has either been overwhelmed by all the elements that, that come with astrology or tarot, or people that have taken a peek in and got scared by something that they mm-hmm. saw or had the unfortunate experience of maybe a, an astrologer or a tarot reader telling them something that was uh, triggering and and hurtful and scary. So this is a place to be re- welcomed or rewelcomed and to heal that and uh find and explore in a new way. So your title is twist your fate. I love it. It's like twist of fate but it's how to twist your fate and it and this introduction really shows how how you did that. Mm-hmm. What, what what do you remember from when you what did you hear that made you when you originally got your chart read or where, where you saw these quote unquote bad aspects, what, what, were your, what was your experience of transformation with that?
1: I have gotten many bad readings, many, many, many bad readings. One thing I will say, there are a lot of people who should probably, shouldn't be doing this work because they'll look at something and they see it in black and white and nothing is really ever in black and white. It all really matters what you do with it you know, um, like, for example, I'm just going to use an example, like there's some models who have very imperfect features, but they turn that into their asset. And we have to remember that it doesn't matter if there's a quote, unquote, flaw, or something difficult. What matters is how we react, and what we do with that energy, we can sit and say, Oh, my God, I'm doomed. Or we can say, All right, mm-hmm, I see you bad aspects. I see you, uh, the devil card, I'm going to find a way to like groove with this energy, I'm going to find the way to work with it. And, you know, I'm a very, very practical, common sense person. And I always feel there are solutions. And when there aren't solutions, then we seek support, which is a solution too. And a lot of people don't realize that. And so like, for example, I'll never forget, I had this one reading, I I wouldn't roll my eyes at it. It was so bogus. I actually went to this reader Because one of my clients said I had the most terrible tarot or tarot reading um, from this woman who told me all these horrible things about myself like really I don't see that in you, not at all. And I said, I'll go check her out. I'll get a reading. So I got a reading from this woman and I don't know what this woman was on because her reading for me couldn't be more wrong she's like oh i see you just got dumped your partner was all lies you you don't have you know good relationships with men and by the way i have an astrological chart that shows i'm supposed to according to some astrologers never find love Mm -hmm. and so this woman gave me this terrible terrible reading and at that time i had been with my husband for many years my husband is a dudley do-right He is the most honest person I know. This man could not lie if you paid him a billion dollars to lie. (laughs) And I mean, it was just so way off. And I remember sitting back and I'm like, this is somebody who probably has had a lot of sadness in her life and she's projecting it on me and i think there is some truth to sometimes when you get these bad readings it's like isn't necessarily a chart is this or that it's how the information is being delivered and if somebody comes from that kind of a mindset well they're only going to find the negative and they're not going to see anything good there it's kind of like a couple of years ago and i wrote about this in the book too some astrology friends were looking at my chart and and i remember a friend saying you got Saturn going through your second house. Looks like you're going to be broke for a couple of years. And I said, Mm-mm, that's not how many of this works. <laughs> Saturn loves structure. So what I did, because I like to work with, let's work with it. Saturn loves structure. So I created a goal, Saturn loves goals. And the structure was, I'm going to pay off my house early. And that was my goal. And some people thought I was insane. But what did I do? I worked hard. I threw every bit of extra money towards the house. I clipped coupons. I was living, I was living i guess poor but really not i was just managing my money down to the final penny and i ended up paying my house off over 10 years early wow that's saturn in action and i was supposedly going to have no money because not only was saturn in my house of money but it was tapping into these terrible aspects that are in my astrology chart and this is again if a reader is not skilled or if they have a negative slant on something that's what they're going to see now let me tell you something when i have people that have aspects like that i'm like saturn right now is telling you you got to knuckle down knuckle down and you are going to be ahead of the game knuckle down now let's get this started and that's why my husband (laughs) my husband always says listen if there's ever a zombie apocalypse you're the only reader i want by my side because you're i know you're going to get me through it we're going to survive and that's what it's all about let's not look at this stuff in, in that black and white light. Let's look at it for the gray. Let's look at it for the, the exits, the lights. Let's find the way. And I just can't believe how many people don't treat it like this. It's mm-hmm. a map. Wow.
0: And and I noticed that when you go through the major arcana that uh, Saturn is connected to the world card. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it seems like this is what you manifested when you put yep. it instead of being afraid of it and and getting tied into the seduction of that negative interpretation you put it at the forefront and where could have it could have been heavy it you put a lot of energy towards it did it was a lot of time and energy and effort that you put in but through that yeah. making it your forefront it became your world it became yep. something where you could find wholeness in your life
1: you've got to like again learn how to work with the energy and i think more astrologers need to approach applied astrology or a tarot from the same way i mean it's even like the romantic thing according to my romantic chart i'm doomed i'm never gonna have love i've never had trouble finding love because i know astrologically i've got Uh, Aries on my seventh house, cuss. I just need to be assertive about what I want, and then I'll be fine. I've been with my husband over 30 years. We've got a great relationship. So again, is astrology wrong? Is tarot wrong? No, I did make some missteps in the beginning with my love life when I was young and foolish. I learned from those situations, but I also started looking at that. I'm like, "Hmm, you need to take better responsibility with your choices and go after what you want and that's what you got to do with this stuff same like when you get a tarot reading if you get a tarot reading and the reader makes you feel like well it looks like you're screwed no 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 no. you as the client needs to say okay well can you help me find a strategy to work with this put the reader in that position and if they are a good reader if they are worth their salt they're going to say oh let's find a solution or at least a way to deal with this crap Hmm.
0: I've seen a great uh, article titled now that could be like how to uh, make a relationship survive the zombie apocalypse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what my husband wants. I mean, apparently, and I'm terrified of zombies by the way, but apparently he's preparing for it. And, and I guess I'm going to have to be his uh, sage to this thing.
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and so by uh, really understanding astrology and, and to be honest, you know, my mom was very interested in astrology and she, charted my whole thing when I was a child and explained certain things to me and uh which I loved that that was my introduction and as I got older I when I tried to kind of go back into it myself I felt overwhelmed with yeah oh my gosh you know uh all these planets all these houses all these things I think there's some math involved I'm feeling intimidated uh but what I what this book allowed me to do was to be re-invited Mm-hmm. And that your book really takes takes your hands and and it says I think it's astro.com. You can get you can type yep. in your details. I pulled out my little birth certificate and I put in the time and then boom, like for free within seconds, you can get your natal chart. And then you have a little worksheet in the book. So then you can go through and see you know, where it all falls and just fill it out. And I felt like, wow, it's really just guiding me through so that I can have a really great initial understanding through what you've written and what you've guided me through Mm -hmm. uh, to get started back again. And I I definitely feel that, you know, going to a good astrologer will be a great step to kind of uh, peel back the deeper layers. But I think I have an excellent rebeginning here of understanding the basics and where where to get started again. You know, if you feel a little overwhelmed or a little bit like, ooh, I don't know. Uh it's it's all here. So I really, really appreciated that. And uh so you you continue in the introduction. So as we're talking about this twister fate, uh, you speak a little bit about free will versus mm-hmm. fate. So this is this has got to be one of the most core questions of being human of being Mm -hmm. curious of being philosophical uh what's written in stone and what can we change and what what is laid out before us or not and so how do you see astrology and tarot as as playing into that and and helping our understanding
1: oh well that's a great question and free world by the way for people who are listening i straddle the free will and fate i do think there are some things that are faded that we can't explain i mean why did i why was i born into this family i can't explain that we can say well scientifically you know the egg met the sperm and there you go i mean we can do it like that right but you know there's certain things we can't really explain why am i living here why did i meet this particular person so i do believe there are some things in our lives that are faded it's same like you know some people are born with certain gifts you can't explain that why was my son why did he have perfect rhythm when he was an infant and he became a drummer as an adult we cannot explain everything okay so I do think things are faded but I think a lot of the way our fate plays out is due to our decisions and our choices and the more awake we are at the wheel the more we are going to be steering our lives in a healthy Direction. It doesn't mean your life's going to be perfect, but a healthy direction, a good direction, a better direction. And the way tarot astrology works out, I, I like to compare it to like driving. So, your astrology chart, your natal chart, that's the chart that tells about you the day you were born, is your map. This is your road map. It shows you where you can go, it shows you where you might experience some, you know, maybe not so great driving conditions. So, it really does give you the map and you can really figure out what is the best route for me to take. And the transits that are currently in the sky, um, that is like your your traffic patterns that are happening right now. So you've got the map, you know how you drive, and you look at the patterns, the traffic patterns, and it's like, okay, now I can see if things are going to be clogged up. And or the traffic's going to be moving quickly. For example, the aspects are awesome. Let me drive like a fiend down that road because now I've got all the gas to get where I want to go. But if the planets are acting unfriendly, okay, let's slow down, let's be mindful. I certainly don't want to be driving like you know a fiend if the planets are not operating the way that's going to benefit me. And so that's how we look at the transits. And then what I like to say is that Tarot shows you all the detours tarot is like my um what do you want to call that what are those uh tools those those knives like a swiss army knife mm-hmm. Tarot is like a swiss army knife you know and it's like okay we're going to get the detours and tarot's going to show you all these different ways that you can work around the world if the traffic isn't flowing in a way that's beneficial for you and if you don't like the if you don't like how you're driving and we can even go further than that there's other things you can do with astrology you can look at progress charts that shows kind of a driver you're becoming you know so there's other things to look at you can look at your solar return the solar return also shows you okay this is your birthday chart this is your tune-up for the year so we put everything again under these lenses it's like let's drive let's get somewhere let's see how far I can go how fast I can go or how mindful I can be and that's what it's all about when you approach life like that and when you approach tarot and astrology like that you're stacking the odds in your favor for a better, healthier life.
0: Wow. And uh, I just got to say, and th- this is the sort of metaphors and accessible learning, I feel is all throughout the book. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you bring it into the practical and, you know, oh, I can I can finally see, I can see uh, there's like a veil lifted here. And um, this is going to help direct uh, anyone who wants to go down this road and, and see a little more clearly
1: yeah definitely it's my goal and you know one of the things there's a lot of astrology and tarot books out there many of them really really good but sometimes they they make things very hard for the average person to grasp and people do get intimidated. my early astrology books and my first tarot deck i had the Marseille's tarot deck that was my first deck at age 15 that's a rough deck that's all that was available And then for the astrology books, the ones that I have, which I still have, by the way, um, right nearby, they're really dry. They're super academic. And back in the day, you had to do everything by hand. And nowadays, we've got, you know, we've got software. We've got things you can find online. And there are some more accessible astrology and tarot books that have come out that really help people to get it.
0: That's right. We, We find ourselves in a renaissance right now of tarot and amazing decks of yes of all kinds and colors that you can possibly imagine and what, what do you make of this and maybe you have some astrological insight right now but uh what, what do you make of this renaissance happening at this time right now that we're in
1: well first of all you know the world has been a little bit more tense for the for the last decade it's been really really tense so i think people are searching for meaning in life and they're realizing that some of the traditional things because pluto's been in capricorn that maybe were giving them perspective weren't working anymore so i think people have been looking for alternate routes alternate philosophies, alternate ways to really deal with with the issues of living in this thing called life. I really do think that that's part of it. And we can look at that, okay, Pluto and Capricorn, and oh, Pluto's about to go into Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. I don't know if I totally think there's an age of Aquarius, but we are going into a time that is gonna be about the collective and about innovation and technology and all kinds of far out things. So we're heading into that. you know. Yeah. So we can look at that from that perspective, but I really do think it comes right back down to what I was saying just a second ago people are looking for alternate routes they're looking to understand themselves and so I think that's part of it I think the internet also has really exploded this because when I first started reading professionally I mean and we're talking 30 years ago it was it still had a stigma it was taboo I would have people come up to me and go like this <sighs> i went through some stuff y'all those of us who were in the trenches you do not know what we went through and how great you have it now but it was really hard and sure there were like metaphysical bookshops and stuff like that but there was stigma Um, we didn't have the ability to market like we do now there was no internet um you had a handful of decks that were out there but it just it wasn't the access wasn't there and we have access now that i couldn't have even imagined back in the day access to books access to decks we have decks now with representation we have decks for every interest you have including my favorite deck the baroque bohemian cats tarot which is <laughs> cats in victorian clothes i love that deck they got a second one coming out i am like lined up for that you know but we've got so much access to astrology astrology software which makes it easier I mean we had to do it all by hand it sucked mistakes were made this software saves astrologers behinds so we have all this access now and I think really that's why it's exploded and also social media you know has given folks an opportunity to share beautiful decks and books and teach. And we've had people stepping up there and really nailing social media. I mean, I look at like Aliza Kelly. She's an astrologer. She's on Instagram and TikTok. And she does an amazing job of explaining stuff in an entertaining but down to earth way. And she's also gorgeous. So that doesn't hurt either. We have other astrologers like uh, the amazing astrology by Celeste, who is out there and she is so warm. You feel like, oh my God, this is the aunt I never knew I had and she's going to help me get through this astrology stuff that's the kind of stuff we've got out there now we didn't have that back in the day this is why it's so popular now those types of astrologers warm and wonderful tarot readers I mean there's access and you've got access it's also much easier to build a business now which has I've got mixed feelings about that okay I I think social media and the internet makes it easier to become Uh, a tarot reader professional tarot reader or professional astrologer but there are also some people who read like one or two books and assume they should start a business and it's like no 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 you need to have some time to develop your skills and to make sure you're not going to harm the public please don't be in a hurry to monetize this if it's a hobby and it's okay if it's a hobby it doesn't have to be monetized
0: that's right. That's absolutely right. And, and for viewers earlier that were interested about, you know, projecting onto your clients, you know, having a good dose of, uh, you know, looking into psychology, knowing the things that we tend to do as people with each other. And um, you know, what are, what are some shadow sides that yes. can come out if we're not aware of them? So these are all important factors. It's a fairly free profession that welcomes all Uh, But those those measurements and tests, though they are out there, aren't always required. So uh, definitely a great thing to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. So switching over now to tarot readings and and the tarot part of your book, I I love your just wonderful reintroduction for me. For me, it's how you describe the process of tarot and how it works is just so concise and clear. I just want to read it for our viewers. It's here on 143. Um, You might be wondering how on earth can tarot help you succeed? Long story short, tarot is a tool for conscious Decision making. When you begin working with the cards, you'll start to connect with your own inner wisdom. That's what I just love. It's a, it's a pulling out what you already know, right? The cards serve as a method for accessing that information because we got so much that's <laughs> getting in mm-hmm. the way of recognizing it, right? So this will help you make better decisions and move your future in an empowered direction. The images in the cards are universal prompts with symbols and archetypes everyone can recognize. Like a picture book or a Rorschach ink block test, you gaze at the images and start to put together a story. You don't need to be tarot fluent to do this. Even children can find the meanings in the cards. And I just love that you start your section in this way. I love that reminder that tells people, you know, yes, books. You need it's great to know the books to study the history, to study the archetypes, all of that. But you know, have this individual relationship first. See the imagery. What uh, on the next page you talk about? You know, when you see this figure, what what is it mm-hmm. saying to you? What 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 is it? What's coming through to you as you witness this image? Mm -hmm. it's alive in you already uh and it's not an exterior thing necessarily that that you need to memorize or access Uh, these things can help aid in your development but um to really really access that inner wisdom first so i just love that you start in that way and um for someone who's maybe has a few tarot books and uh is engaging with your book in this way what what would you say the the tarot part of this so you even go through all of the um major arcana and the minor arcana so it's like a great little resource here what would you say you would want readers to get the most out of the tarot section of your book
1: oh once again a great question I mean I think the tarot the main thing I want them to see first of all tarot is not scary It's not just for the gifted, just like astrology isn't, and that anybody can learn to work with it. Now, becoming a professional is a different kettle of fish. That's a whole other conversation, but anybody can work with it. And tarot, I mean, I've had a tarot deck in my hands since I've been 15, I'm almost 60. And so that's a long time that I've been looking at those cards and I still see so many new ways to work with the tarot and to understand myself better. And that's the key, tarot helps you to, again, access that inner wisdom, to understand yourself better. And when you understand yourself better, you know what's better for you. And I think that's really what Tarot's all about. And so my Tarot section in there, it's more focused on like career-oriented things and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, I've read for many, many business people and people who are confused about their life direction and their career, and Tarot can absolutely be helpful with that, absolutely
0: yeah I, I i'm recalling something really interesting you wrote in here about you know when you're doing a career-centered reading mm-hmm. that you you have this special lens that clicks on around especially the the what otherwise would be interpreted as romantic cards or or cards about relationships can you tell me more about that lens that clicks on uh in the career readings and how you interpret those romantic cards particularly
1: absolutely so here's the thing with me um i've got a really weird uncanny. Ability for business. That hippie was really, really
0: right. (laughs) And
1: I never would have thought that. But I've got this bizarre, good business brain. And, um, you know, I I read a lot of business stuff. I'm very interested in the business world. I'm always looking at what's happening out there. I want to stay ahead of the curve, for one thing, but also I'm nosy how things are run. I want to know. And, uh, you know, so I've got this brain that really seems to be kind of geared to that just very naturally. I don't have an MBA. I didn't I took some business classes in high school because my dad forced me to, but I never took business or anything. But I I'm really good at business. And so when I look at tarot, like for the relationships, and when you start stripping away the romantic and you're looking at it from a relationship perspective, well, this is your clients these might be the co-workers that you're dealing with what are you bringing to the table are you connecting with them instead of looking at it as romantic are we connecting with people are we speaking language that's going to really be appealing to them are we marketing in, in a way to our audience that is going to make sense the people you want to attract because cups is about that so suddenly cups isn't about i'm going to fall in love cups is about the people you do business with Uh, It's about your marketing and how you get the public to either love or not love your marketing, if that's your goal. You know, it's really about thinking about that. It's your connections. Wands is is associated with entrepreneurship. It's associated with work. Pentacles is money. Swords are, you know, those conflicts, but it's also about negotiations. But the cups are always about the most important part of business, which is people. How are you connecting with them? How are you attracting them? What kind of a person are you? What kind of a leader are you? Do you provide a good service? Do you listen when people complain? You know, how do you deal with that? Well, that's all in the cups.
0: Oh, wow. That is so fascinating. And so you have also in here spreads that are great for a career. Um, And I I love the spread in here around exploring possibilities. Mm -hmm. So you've got two choices or maybe even more. And you have this spread in there in the book where you, I think you take the one off the top, that's you making yep. this decision. So maybe you've got to stop right there and be like, hmm, why did I <laughs> <Let's> start <laughs> yeah. saying about these possibilities and how I'm going into them? But then um, for each possibility, you had uh, three cards and they don't mm-hmm. have placements, but nope. they have... You're, what you're looking for is the flow of energy and you give some examples yeah. in here and you know, one that, that can, as you interpret it looks like a clear winner over the other one can help, ex- but explore the details of that decision-making mm-hmm. and those possibilities and possible outcomes. Uh, And, and I think that that those sorts of spreads help develop and deepen the intuition of the reader, right? Because they're totally, they're placements necessary but you're looking for this flow of energy and you can feel that flow you know in your in your body in uh in some part that's fitting or not fitting and you work it out through looking at those cards um what what more else would you have to offer in terms of developing intuition as you read the tarot cards for business or anything
1: yeah, well, intuition, uh, I am an intuitive reader. I've always been very intuitive, very psychic. doesn't mean I always make good decisions, even when my gut told me not to do this or that. You know, I still got to learn. You still sometimes got to touch the hot stove to know it's hot. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that uh, intuition came naturally for me. I grew up a very intuitive household. Uh, my mother and father were eighth grade educated. So, you know, often and farm folks and farm folks oftentimes rely on their intuition, their instincts. This is when you plant a seed look at the moon that's when you like harvest etc cetera, etc cetera. so i grew up around that and so anything around intuition or dreams or superstitions was never seen as a weird thing that's how folks survived and that is how my folks survive sometimes i would even say how did these two make it in the world well they my mother especially was incredibly psychic so for me it was all kind of this natural thing and i assumed everybody was like that until i started going to school <laughs> and realized oh I'm a little bit different here. Hmm. Nobody's seeing the things that I'm seeing. No one's sensing the stuff. And, you know, that was really the clue to me then that, okay, there's something about this that's a little bit different. Now, I'm a believer everyone has intuition, but a lot of folks, they have it trained out of them early on because when, what do we do when kids say, I had a bad dream about so-and-so Well, we're like, oh, you know, that's just a dream or I don't want to hug auntie so-and-so. What do we say be nice hug them instead we do that to children so children children are hearing things right from the beginning that that's just your imagination oh that's bogus oh you got to hug them anyways and so as soon as kids are of a certain age where they can understand those things they start losing their ability to connect with that sixth sense because what do kids operate on just their sixth sense because they don't have lived experience until we go and put our lived experience on them and say, that's not logical. Or you can't do that because that doesn't make sense. You're not gonna make it as an artist. That you know, nobody makes this is the thing we do as parents. And so what happens then for children is they lose it. And then as adults, we lose it. And we also lose our sense of awe and wonder and curiosity. And I think if we really want to develop our intuition, we've got to pay attention to it and honor it and not treat it like it's something hokey. Your intuition sometimes might save your life. It might lead you into the next big thing. It could help you to, you know, I mean, I just think of so many things I've done with my instincts, business-wise, for example. I'll jump into things and people are like, why are you doing that? That, What if it doesn't work? And I'm like, what if it does? I'm going to try it. I'm feeling I'm going to go for this and test it out. And I do that. And I think that's really important. And, And a lot of the times I've been like, I found it led me into the greatest directions. And once in a while it's been like, maybe not a direction, maybe I came away with a lesson, but generally when I'm getting a feeling about something, I just follow it, no matter how harebrained it seems. And sometimes even my husband, I call Mr. Terror Lady, is like, oh, why are you doing that? I'm like, just get out of my damn way. I feel this. And later on, he's like, that was a good choice. It's because I listen to the instincts. I obey my instincts. And I think if people just honor them more, or at the very least, let's say you're Mr. Logic, okay i respect that if you get a gut feeling and you're trying to logic your way out of it maybe just pause for a moment write that feeling down and revisit it revisit it a couple of times and just see how things pan out remain curious i mean if you are curious about things and open boy your life gets a lot more interesting let me tell you that yeah
0: and and the time element is interesting i feel like there's a lot of decisions i've made that didn't seem to make a whole lot of business sense at the time or didn't have fast results and over time that I've done these little projects and all these little things that didn't and seem you know being all, and then they kind of all come full circle and kind of start to make sense like oh that's why I'm doing that <laughs> exactly there's a reason
1: that was your intuition and you honored it and you let your creativity and your curiosity get sparked and you you saw where that flame would lead and again when we go with those sparks those flashes of inspiration oh my god we could be building this beautiful bonfire or if we don't like it well let's just put some sand on it put the fire out that's okay where am I going to start another one what pilot light do I want to light next
0: yeah absolutely and so your book starts to bring speaking of lots of different things coming together that you you bring together the the tarot and the astrology and the intuition advice and uh one spread i'd love to try i haven't gotten the time to do it yet but this idea of of putting the the cards the major arcana cards that represent the signs uh where they are in your chart and like seeing this imagery together to me it will make that natal chart come alive um, and do what I love to do with cards, which is the active imagination piece. The yes. storytelling piece. Get those figures playing with each other. And uh, for me, this is going to be a really accessible and fun way to interact with both tarot and astrology that I haven't done before. So that's kind of on the horizon. I'm really excited. And your book has sparked this uh, new exploration. So,
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I call those tarot mandalas. They're so much fun because also when you start seeing which cards are a theme, Like I got the hermit, the hermit, the hermit, the lovers, the lovers, the lovers, the lovers. And then we got death in there. And then we got death in there. And I'm like, how fascinating is this? The themes, hermit, lovers, death. Those are really, really strong in my chart. How fascinating. I mean, this kind of stuff just blows me away. And once again, you're starting to look at patterns. Astrology, you're looking at patterns tarot you're looking at patterns you lay them together now you're looking at a pattern on top of a pattern how fun is that it's so much fun
0: yeah look looking at patterns is uh that's a huge interest of mine though i've worked on it through um working with nature imagery and where you see you see images and shapes in nature like nature is full of patterns right and then totally layer on um that you know we have all of these things uh, and you just start to see these little themes come up. So uh, really, really, really interesting to track and um, so much depth and, and soul realizations that can come through these recognitions. So a spot on, just very excited to to do this next. And um, so, yeah, you, you bring everything full circle, you bring it all together. What else would you want to leave people with as they Bring intuition tarot astrology all together going forward we're we're in a brave new world we've got um you know this ai technology coming out what what is what's important what's most important of our human selves that we need to bring into this new world that we're moving into and and how can these tools how can these this knowledge help us
1: It's all about mindfulness, ultimately, about being not asleep at the wheel. Mindfulness is everything. And AI cannot be mindful for you. AI is not the same. When we are mindful, we are in touch with ourselves, our feelings, who we are as humans, what lessons we've learned. AI cannot do that for you. I I look at AI and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to replace tarot readers and astrologers. And it might kind of, but the human touch is very, very different. And it's never gonna help you to be as mindful as being also with another human and connecting with them. That's so hard. I think it's, yep, I think it's super important for people to know with the brave new world that we are moving into. Your mindfulness is your courage and your bravery and your ability to connect with other people requires courage, bravery, all those things too. So it's a new world, but it may be forcing us to become more mindful and to turn off the internet and to get face-to-face. I mean, that's where I think all the magic is happening. It's not happening on the interwebs. It's not happening on AI. It's happening within us. And the only way we can access that is by going within. And tarot and astrology are tools for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've written a little article on this recently. And you, you were the face and the voice that came to mind when I went, okay, I just did a little tarot reading with AI this was very interesting. And what am I missing? I'm missing, I'm missing the stories that uh, the terror lady comes out with when, you know, she's relating what you're going through to something that else that she's seen or that has been through herself. Mm-hmm. And um, it's that interpersonal uh, aspect that I think is just so valuable. And um, that is all throughout this book. So um Thank you for bringing this to us. And I know you're probably several projects down the road by now, but uh, what what uh, what should we look out for from you next? Um, I, I know we can get your book from all the popular venues, but w- what can we know about uh, where you are at now and what you're working on?
1: Well, thank you uh, again for having me. You know, people can always find out the dirt by going to my website, thetarolady.com. I do all my primary teaching over on patreon you can find that it's patreon.com the tarot lady Uh, if you want to learn to read like i do that's where i do that teaching Uh, and also you know i just launched a new sms service we're still testing it out so that way i'm in people's phones now letting them know when the planets are changing signs we do daily tarot readings so it's a cool new service just exploring that and seeing how it's going it's very fun um you know so those are ways to connect with me but I've also got another book coming out this year. And the next book that I wrote is called The Cards are Dealt, How to Deal When Life Gets Real. And this is a tarot book that is very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. It's about reading for topics like illness, caregiving, dying and other really, really touchy topics. And I wanted to write this book for a long time because number one, I've had so many clients that have dealt with these things. These are topics I've dealt with. And also I do know that there are readers who don't know how to read about these sticky subjects. Mm -hmm. And so it's a guidebook for anybody who's trying to work through these issues in their lives, or if you're dealing with the public, here's what you do and what you don't do so you deliver a helpful reading that isn't going to cause harm
0: wow what what i'm sure it's just all of the experience and all of these Mm -hmm. things written prior that has prepared you for this moment to write about something so big so um and that death card of your chart there you go it's guiding the way (laughs) it is and
1: those are actually that uh, out of all the readings i've done all the years that i've again done it a long time i love doing readings on business i love talking about Career, I love solving problems, but I love talking about tough topics like that. You put me down in a room with somebody who's really ill, I'm the reader who's going to get them through that. And that's the topics that I find are the most meaningful reading. So you can learn how to deliver a reading like that that's helpful. And mm-hmm. if you open yourself up to those experiences too, because we're all going to experience these things at some point, we can experience these things with love and openness instead of fear.
0: Right absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your your wisdom and your love and your just general good nature uh on this show. And I uh, want to stay in touch and get you back when when you know you're on the other side of this project and it's out and about. So, we'll see you then. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, uh this Podcast, the Archetypal Tarot Podcast, is now on my Substack. So you can find this and other recordings on archetypalstories.substack.com. I also have my articles on there, the most recently my AI experimentation and what I gleaned from that experience. It was really surreal and very interesting. Uh, So love, would love to see you all on the Substack and for these future podcasts and for our paid subscribers, you can see Teresa's, she's on top of the world right now and I'm here in my house. So you can see the, the fun video footage and she's also got a great meditating cat t-shirt. You really got to see that. So uh, if you want to see the videos of the podcast, they will now be available to paid subscribers. So see you around, see you out and about, and thanks again.